This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. With host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of saintsnation.com, Kevin Held of the team drops the ball, Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. They'd get his... I don't even have a joke, Dave! Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. Alright, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Andrew, LSU, they're going to the NCAA tournament. They they won Saturday at home against Texas A&M, so you can go there. You can watch all the NCAA tournament games. Base LSU baseball starts this week. They'll have the spring game coming up eventually. So you got all kinds of sports to watch. We won't mention the Pelicans because they're an abomination. But the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, they got everything you need, 136 beers. They got a 54 TV. They got a menu that's awesome. The Pelican House, 2572. Was that, a, was that your cat or a baby? That's a cat. <laughs> he made an he made an early entrance to this he show. Did, he did. The cat is just <laughs> getting it out of the way early. Yeah, like the Pelican House, twenty five seventy two City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You should support them because they support us. You know, if people were going to gamble on the podcast, I mean, I'm sure there's pools now of like over under about when Ralph's at what point Not in the that. show Ralph's cat starts meowing. <laughs> and I mean, whoever had 17 seconds, come to Window Two and collect your earnings. Uh, <laughs> I think that's see that that bet's like off the board. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the record, the complaining about eating. That's okay. So whoever bet twenty seven <laughs> seconds in, come to window three because Dave is <laughs> chomping on his gum. <laughs> we are like a savage animal. We are professional. So me and Andrew, we we text about the Saints and a lot because we don't have any young lovers because we because we have young kids and Dave does too. But we 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 just what else are we gonna do? We're gonna do work during the week. Come on. Um, so we came up with this idea where we had all four of us from the podcast rate the Saints positions, um, by need. Like, so one, they don't need it. They don't need it at all. And, uh, and 10 is like, they got to do something. So, and you know, we, we graded them all and basically, so here's the, here's the, uh, here's the scale that we came up with. Uh, zero to ten, whatever, man. Have you seen the Saints' goddamn defense? Now wait, 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 wait. Back, back up. You're, you're not doing a good job explaining. This. What? So after everybody rated, yeah, one to ten, you added them all up. Yeah, that's true. I'm a bad host. So <laughs> I, I, okay. So, so if the total is zero, if the total yeah. for that position among all four of us is zero to ten, then it's whatever. Zero, zero to forty. Z- yeah, zero, well, zero to forty, no. but. But, no, no, but if it's 0 to 10, then it's what category? It's whatever, man. Have you seen the Saints fucking defense? Fix that. Okay, if, it, if it's the total was 10 to 20. Then it's 10 to 19. Some oh, depth, 10 to 19, right. 10 to 19, some depth would be nice, I guess. And then 20 to 24 is it's okay, but one or two inju- injuries really screws them. Then 25 to 29, it's bad, man. It really needs attention, but you can't fix everything. And then 30 to 34, it's awful. They need at least one addition. 
and 35 to 40, holy shit, it's a dumpster fire. Massive attention is required. And we did we did this, and my god, the Saints roster, when you when you lay it all out like that, it is a flaming dumpster fire. They had one, two, three, four, five, six positions, thirty or above. And six positions out of how many? Out of fifteen. Of Oof. of thirty or above. <laughs> and they had three that were twenty four to thirty, which means yeah, they're bad, but we can't fix everything. They only had four, five positions of zero to to twenty that were like they're okay. We just need some depth. So we're gonna do two positions a week. Uh, we're not gonna go in any order because that's no fun because it, it, it will leave a lot of boring shows. So we're gonna combine positions. So today we're gonna start off with the only position. Uh, we're gonna do two positions. The first one is the only position that got zero straight across the board, which means the Saints are fine. They don't need anything, and that was punter. Yeah, uh, I mean, so I, I'll mention one thing about that. Um, my, my zero kind of comes with a caveat, um, and that's the very inflated uh, cap number of Thomas Morstead. And so when you look at his not cap number, I think the most obvious thing to do would be to extend him. Um, and while he's going to be more expensive in future years, uh, you're going to be able to absorb that more because the Saints cap is theoretically going to be better in future years. And you can make his cap number a little bit more manageable and tolerable by extending him. And, of course, the first year of the deal is always a little bit less. Um, but there is a little bit of that concern. Does Thomas Morstead, you know, can they hang on to him? at that almost $5 million price tag when they're having cap issues. So that that's that's the problem. Do you want to spend that much on a punter, especially when he hasn't been kicking off lately um, and he's not giving you kind of that dual value? Um, the one thing I would say is, you know, if you don't think Thomas Morstead is uh, utterly valuable to this team, I would submit – Brandon Fields is two games Here, with the Saints here's this what past I'm, year. Here's what I'm going to say, and I thought of this while I was driving home today, about uh, Thomas Morstead. The Saints special teams is a half-filled garbage can. It's It doesn't smell. It's not on fire. But the only thing that keeps it from being a complete dumpster fire is Thomas Morstead. If you take away his punting and his kickoffs, their special teams are a train wreck. Dave, they're a trainer because their kicker sucks, their coverages suck, their return game sucks. Thomas Morrison's the only decent thing they have on special teams. I I would concur with all of that. But do you I think, have nothing to add. Do you, I mean, you guys remember when Brandon Fields punted for the Saints this year, right? <laughs> yeah, it was a disaster. It was awful. <laughs> I actually don't remember because I blocked that memory. <laughs> smart. Very smart. <laughs> um... Do you think there's any chance that they would cut Thomas Morstead, Andrew? Again, I mean, it's just the cap is is an issue, and so. But I mean, we got good the, news the today, only, right? It was the cap's going to be 155. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships. The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
gate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's I probably going to even be more than that, to be honest with you. Every, every offseason, they, they take a guess at what they think it's going to be, and it winds up being more than that. Yeah. I mean, I think the concern for me would just be that they make the decision we don't value punter. Like, there's no way we're paying when we're having cap problems. There, I don't care how good he is. There's no way we're paying a guy four point six million or whatever it is. Um, see, the thing is, I, the reason I think it's so unlikely that Morstead would leave is that I think he would play ball with whatever. Like, I think he loves the Saints and he loves New Orleans so much. Like, yeah. I could be wrong, but I just don't think he wants to leave. He doesn't strike I me as a guy you. that's going to play hardball. And he's going to do whatever the Saints tell him to do. And if they're like, look, we can only afford to pay you $3 bucks this year, I really think Morstead would be like, fine. I'm yeah. a team player. I want to stay. I mean, they could even still pay him what he's supposed to be getting. They could just, you know, divvy the contract up in different ways. So that yeah, what's his cap and number? There's probably him? a strong chance they're going to do that. Yeah, as it is next year. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be And I agree with you, Andrew, that, uh, I mean, since joining the team, Morrison's got married. He's got, like, two kids now here. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think he's very much tied to New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, the thing is with the Saints is I think I think their cap situation I mean if that if, Andrew they, they predicted it at 155 million but if it's a hundred and say it's 157 mm-hmm. how much cap room do they have if they don't do anything with Breeze uh, I think it added up to about and there's the drinking yeah um, <laughs> I, I, I just want to say for the record for anyone that occasionally blames me it's never me no it's that's not, not true at all it's sometimes it's, you it it's been me like three times ever, <laughs> ever. See, we've already caught you lying so now, <laughs> now you can't be trusted at all oh <laughs> uh, it's true um <laughs> but uh yeah i don't even know what i was saying i totally lost my train of thought <laughs> I drink because I have I do have uh, coughing fits during the show, and I'm an alcoholic, so I'm mm. guilty as charged. Um, so the alcohol stops the coughing fits. It does. It does it's like cough syrup? Yeah, pa- Grandpa's cough syrup. Pappy Van Winkle, the most expensive cough syrup in the world. Is that what Purple you're drinking? <laughs> What's that? Are I'm... you really drinking Pappy Van Winkle? Uh, yes. Oh my God, you're such a snob. What? It's good though, man. Of course it's good. It's like eight hundred dollars. No, no. Like it's like ninety dollars a bottle. I don't have the. I don't have like the the, the thirty year age that you get at the, like the steakhouse, man. Like they don't have it on the menu, but you have to ask for it, and then they pull it out of the. Yeah, vault. my wife actually on my on my my birthday, wife my wife my on wife. my birthday last year. My birthday. I asked them if they had Pappy Van Winkle, and she's like, "Yes, it's twenty. It's the twenty. We have the twenty-seven or twenty-eight year age, and it's eighty dollars a glass." And I was like, "Okay, never mind." My wife's like, "It's your birthday. Get it." Um, <laughs> let me ask you a question. I actually really don't like whiskey at all. Um, so I, I mean, are you really going to be able to tell the difference between a twenty-seven year old and a twenty-eight year old whiskey? Uh, you I, personally, no. But I can definitely tell you the difference between, like, Pappy Van Winkle and, like, even, like, really good. Right. Yeah. But I'm not – I'm not a – I'm not a uh, – I'm not, like, a – I'm not, like, a bourbon connoisseur. But uh, – so I lost my train of thought because I was <laughs> – so – but the thing is uh, with the Saints cap, Andrew, if it's $158 million, they'll have a nice – I mean, they could they could, in theory – do oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. A, so do a couple. What I was going to say is I, I kind of crunched the numbers, and th- there was a couple contracts they could tweak. They could turn Cam Jordan's money, you know, salary into bonus money um, to kind of kick that down a little bit. Um, and I cut Colston, and there was just a couple other things that I outlined um, that basically put them $10 million under the cap uh, without touching Breeze's deal. Um, which isn't great, uh, but you know you need about half of that to sign the rookies. Um, so that leaves you about five million for you know maybe to sign one or two mid-level guys, mm-hmm. uh, you know maybe two or three guys. So not obviously if you if you tweak Breeze's deal, I mean then you're talking about potentially being as much as twenty million under the cap and giving you a lot of flexibility to really make some moves, uh, potentially even be a, a small player in free agency, but. 
Um, if they don't touch Breeze's deal, they can still maneuver some things a little bit to have some ability. So now we come to the the next position on our countdown, which I was surprised that this position didn't get a straight 40 of 10 need all the way across the board, but it scored the second highest of 38. Uh, that's guard. Uh, Kevin and Dave gave it a nine. Me and Andrew gave it a 10. I guess that's quibbling, but uh, Dave, I'll start with you. They got to get two. They got to get one in free agency and they got to get one in the draft because they cannot go with the two guards that I mispronounce their names all the time because they're terrible and they don't deserve me to learn their names. Calumete and Lolito. That is, that is harsh. That's harsh, but they're bad. <laughs> I mean, Calumete was good at the end of the year, but do you feel, do you feel, if the Saints don't do anything at guard, are you feeling okay about it? Right. Well, I mean, well, I mean, we heard, you know, when they had the great guard tandem of, uh, of, of Evans and uh, who was there before Grubbs? Uh, what's his name? Nix. Yeah, Carl Nix. Um, and then obviously they had Goodwin at center. Um, you know, we always heard about how the Saints really put a premium on the interior offensive line, you know, because of Drew's height, um, because he likes to stay in the pocket and move up the pocket. And now um, it's clear they don't give a shit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They don't have a guard in the list of the top 20 free agents on NFL.com. So, well, I mean, right now, go ahead, Andrew. Is Dave having his cutting and out issues? Probably per use. I was going to say, so right now, Lolito and Kelamete are both restricted free agents. Personally, I would like to see both come back. Especially Kelamete, I, I kind of view him as a um, as an imperative guy to keep, and it's not so much because I think he's going to be a good starter or uh, you know that he's going to provide um, 16 games of quality play. It's more that he's made it clear he can be a backup on all five positions, and I base that off you know he played left tackle in college and he played very well against the Falcons at left tackle. Um, so now all of a sudden we know he's played center uh, guard kind of seems like his best position in the NFL. And so you've got a guy as a backup, you know, you only really keep two, maybe three backup offensive linemen on the active roster. Um, so to me, he's just your ideal backup because he can really play a lot of different positions. Um, Lolito, he's kind of an enigma to me because I've never really liked the guy that much, but he did play pretty well at the end of the year. So Again, it's that question, is he turning a corner or is it just going to be another season of up and down play? And so, you know, when you said that we need two guys to compete, I mean, I'd like to see four guards. I'd like to see Calamete, Lolito, uh, re-signed, and then I'd like to see them draft a guy. And that's the good thing about guard is you can fourth round, fifth round. I mean, that's where they got Jari Evans and Carl Nix. Yeah. doesn't guarantee you a hit. Um, but you can get some of the highest-rated guards because it's not a highly-rated position in the draft. Alex Boone is a free agent. He'd be an interesting... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, I I mean, I'd like to see a low, mid-level investment. You remember they got Jamar Nesbitt on the cheap years ago in free agency. I'd love to see a signing like that, get a rookie in there, and then you've got two guys that know the system that have kind of played up and down, uh, and that's four guys that can compete for two starting spots. I, I would feel much more comfortable with that situation um, than having Kelamete, Lolito, and, and just one guy. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, is, you know, the Saints have shown that, I mean, they paid they paid Evans in free agency. When, I mean, you know, when he when his contract came up, they had to pay him. You know, they, they went out and they got... Grubs. Uh, grubs, you know, and, and basically... The contract that they gave Grubbs, they offered it to Carl Nix, and Nix said no, thank you, and went to Tampa and got more. But the point is, there and staff, he got staff, and he too. got staff. Poor, poor, <laughs> poor, poor Carl Nix. Uh, but you know, the thing is, my point is, Andrew, they're they're not like most teams where they'll cut corner at guard. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if their first move out of the gate in free agency. Is a guard. 
Like they have their guy, and yeah. it's, and it's like, oh, they're bringing in Alex Boone. And when the Saints bring in a free agent, ninety five percent of the time, when it's early in free agency, he doesn't leave the building. You know. Well, I was surprised that they went into this season. I mean, we talked about it this season. You know, obviously Jari Evans was banged up coming off a so-so mm-hmm. year, and they really didn't sign anyone. They they kind of went into the year being like, yep, Tim Alito is our left guard, and you and I both said, isn't that a problem? Yeah. <laughs> and and it, it kind of turned out to be. I mean, he was benched for a while, and then he was, you know, doing 50-50 snaps with Calamete. Now, they they did sign that veteran Mike McGlynn, who was a starter for the Chiefs, but he never really panned out. I mean, my he was kind of me- mediocre. My question is, and we'll never know this, Dave, is, you know, they fired the offensive line coach, right, Brent Ingles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They fired him. My question would be, when they fired him, did Sean Payton say, uh, man, you said that we'd be fine at guard and we weren't? Or did Brent, Brent Ingles go, God damn it, I told you, you're firing me, and I told you to sign a couple guards, and you didn't do it. And now you're going to blame me for it? Like I, That conversation I would love to have heard because that's Pro- – prob- Probably the latter, but probably how it really went was um, – Sean Payton was probably like, "Well, I can't fire Joe Vitt or uh, <laughs> uh, or or Bill Johnson, so uh, I'm just gonna have to fire you." Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes you wonder, you know, hey, why are Lolito, Andres, Pete, Kelamete, why why didn't those guys improve this year? Why didn't those guys, uh, you know, play at the level we need them to? Maybe we need somebody else to coach them up. No, I'm not. I'm not. Def- I'm not defending the offensive line coach in any way because I, I, I think that that they under, you know, they they definitely. I don't know that they underachieve, they, but they haven't gotten better. And and it's not like you you say, wow, he's coaching them up. So I, yeah. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. I just I just find it interesting. You know, what was that conversation? What you know? Did he want him? Did he did he want him to add, or did they say, hey, you know? Are you gonna be okay? And he said, "Yeah, we'll be okay. I think with the guards we have." And they well, the Saints. Well, I mean, let's remember the Saints are not that far away at offensive line. I mean, we're not mentioning the other positions here. And you, you, you've got a first-round pick in Andres Pete, and I think we have to stay hopeful about that. You know, Armstead's a stud. Unger's a stud. Um, so it's really those two guard positions that we're talking about. And you feel pretty good about Calamete as like a rotating backup. And so it really to me is about trying to find two guys uh, that can come in and if not be clear starters, at least compete. And well, so here's the I thing. think that's why it's so important that you get a draft and a veteran in there. This well, year. here's the thing. I, f- I feel like Andrew, if, you know, let's say they, let's say they brought in Alex Boone and he, and you know, they brought him in for low. He's been injured. He's been injured, but he's, he's younger, right? So he's 28. Say they slide him in and he gets back to his top level at San Francisco. Then all of a sudden, if Pete's healthy and Armstead is healthy and Unger stays healthy, then you only got the one spot. So I feel like then if you only have one weak link on the offensive line, they, they had De La Puente start at center and it was fine. <laughs> You know, so I feel like Dave, if they have the one weak link, you can kind of hide that guy. But if you got like two of them, then it becomes a problem. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd say that's good, and I definitely think you can you can hide one one player. And that's uh, fine and as long as Pete's around. ready to replace Street. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, look, look, Pete was our number one first round draft pick last year and i'm willing to give when it comes to offensive line uh i'm willing to give him a pass but if he's healthy next year and he doesn't earn a starting spot i'd i'd say get rid of him now he's garbage i'm serious i'm serious if you're a first first round if you're a top first round pick and and and, and after two years you're not getting it i i i don't i don't see it happening at well the one thing that gives me that gives me real hope about pete dave is that you know the saints for a stretch there, they were desperate to get decent offensive linemen on the field. And they said all during the offseason and all in training camp, Pete's a tackle, he's not guard. But you know what? Right. When the shit got desperate and they needed to get the five best linemen on the field, they said, Pete, get in there at guard. You know? And that's the thing that, that I think Andrew brought up last year with Stanley Jean-Baptiste. It was like they are desperate at corner and that dude isn't playing. Yep. That's a huge red flag. At least with Pete, they were desperate. They threw him in. Yep. So, 
That gives me that gives me real hope. But but Andrew, can is it is it is it unacceptable for them to do nothing at guard? Yes, completely. Damn, but I mean, you have to remember again, like Lolito <clears throat> and Calmette are not guarantees to come back either. Yeah, so those are restricted free agents. But yeah, I mean, I, I think you to need keep to bring. Around, I think you need to keep both of those guys and add two more, and and anything short of that is unacceptable. I don't think anybody's gonna. I mean, they're restri- I don't think anybody's gonna make a move for them. No, like no, no. They'll, they'll they'll resign with the team, and, and they'll be cheap. They'll be with the team next year. Um, I would bet a, a good money on it. Cal- Andrew, Calamete might get a sniff from a team or two, maybe? Mm, I feel like Lolito would get more, actually, because he's the one that's kind of had nu- numerous starts. But I don't know. You never know. I mean, Calamete had that one start at left tackle, and you, you put that tape out there, sometimes teams overreact. Oh, the teams are going to over. I, I feel like there's like six teams with like fifty million dollars of cap space. I feel like it's going to get a little. It's going to get a little crazy. Yeah, th- that's right? what people don't realize. I think a lot of times people are like, "Oh, it's not going to be that bad for the Saints. They have 157 million in cap. You know, is, is the salary cap. So it's not going to be that bad for us." But what they don't realize is that it makes it that much better for everyone else because they don't have cap issues. And so all of a sudden they're 60 million under the cap and they can yeah, invest and, in a lot of players. Yeah. Um, so that does it for pretty much for saints news. Um, you know, the, the, the teams that have 50 million are Jacksonville, Oakland, the giants, San Francisco and Chicago. So, um, Man, San Francisco has a ton of money with that Kaepernick contract. Kaepernick contract is 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 uh, is like the most team friendly contract ever. Well, it's like, it, it's an enormous deal though. It's it, it's it's team friendly in that it's easy to get out of, but it's still a huge cap number. Yeah, I mean, if they keep him, I think it's only like between sixteen and twenty million. I mean, it's not it's not. That's not gargant. I mean, by quarterback standard, it's not gargantuan anymore. I think Breeze is like the ninth paid quarterback now, or tenth at twenty million. I want to say. Yeah, except not... he's making thirty million this year. <laughs> oh, so that does it for Saints news. But there was NFL news actually, and I don't know if you guys read the the thing. Peyton Manning, his thing from way way back when for Tennessee. Yeah, I read they, it. They alleged, you know, you, I read it was. The, I read the actual court documents also. Oh, wow. I read the, the I always the read all that shit. That, that shit always interests So, you know, it, at the time it was like, oh, he just mooned somebody. Har, har, har. But now it's like, nah, he kind of put that his That was a bold-faced lie. Yeah. And the thing that was interesting to me is if you read the documents, like, they went after her again later on. They just didn't leave it, let it lie. But my question to you is, Andrew... Is this – do you think this story, like, people are going to – I feel like it's just going to go away because the networks, they all want Peyton Manning to be their next big either game analyst or in-the-studio guy. So I feel like it's just going to go away and it's not going to be anything because these networks, they have so much – they're going to have so much invested in Peyton Manning, they want it to go away. Well, if it's true, and I have to drop the allegedly bomb because, we, you know, we don't know, but – well, first of all, I want to say the whole sexual assault thing is a little bit of a vague term um, because, you know, it, it's not like he Darren Sharper. And, and that, that's not excusing it in any way whatsoever. But, but it's different. There's a big difference between Darren together. Sharper and Ben Roethlisberger who were accused and, and in one case convicted of sexual assault and Peyton Manning, which basically made the workplace uncomfortable with innuendo, which is harassment, and one time, like – Basically, what like put his balls up against her face while she was examining him or something? Yeah, it's, it's um, I mean, it is which is it, it is yeah. sexual assault, you know, technically. But I, you know, I just want to say like it's not like he threw this girl in a room and raped her. You know, I mean, it, you know, so there there are varying degrees here, and yeah, you know, so I, I think and, and again, I'm not trying to excuse it, but I think it just proper context is yeah they need need a different they need different like i feel like when you say sexual assault they need like a like a like better well you my only point here is you hear the word sexual assault and and you assume that he yeah you know is like a 
a, a, you know, a deviant that cr- did some horrible crime that he should be locked away forever. Well, for. I, I, I think the word assault inherent, inherently, it sort of has this um, uh, physical uh, attack. You know, it's almost synonymous with attack. I feel like when you say assault, uh, you, 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 it, you feel like and you, you beat her up. And, and yeah. Yeah, like a like a like yes, like a like a very more physical, yeah. um, abusive sort of thing. I feel like a which 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 it is, but which it is. I, well, no, I, I mean, mean like, I think we can I all mean, like, agree hitting, that there's a I difference mean, like, between me like shoving Ralph one time in the chest versus beating him into submission, yeah. knocking him unconscious and hitting him multiple times in the face while he's laying on the ground. So Dave, you read the you read the the whole thing. Like, what tr- struck you as most interesting from it? Did Dave drop out? <laughs> well, okay, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Good talk, Dave. Good talk, Dave. Dave, you dropped out. Are you there, Dave? He's on his. He's probably on his porch. Like, wait, can, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. What was most interesting to you? I heard the question. I just, for some reason, you guys couldn't hear me. Uh, uh, probably, I, I shouldn't even be laughing at this, but they, they gave the, this, this woman who, who filed. Yeah, we're not laughing at the charges. We're laughing because Dave, every time we go to him where he has something fantastic Dave. to say, he drops out. Yeah. You, uh, you can't hear me? I can't. We can hear you now. Your audio has been a disaster this show, Dave. Yeah. Where are you? Are you outside? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm in the middle of my backyard where I always sit. It's just my it's just my cell service. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it sucks. All right, so give us the answer. If you drop out this time, I'm gonna I'm gonna donkey punch you. I swear. Yeah, I'm just gonna hang which up. Which would be which would be sexual assault. For <laughs> they out. they they gave that woman. They gave her the name. They called. <laughs> Like every like I, every time yeah, they that, saw her, yeah, that like, blew my mind that you can get away with that in a workplace. You can't get away. You can't like, get away. You're not supposed to get away with and it. And then they just said, well, they told him not to do anything, so they just started calling her bumper. Yeah, they. I yeah. was like, I was like, oh my god, that's the '90s, though, people. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, so so obvious. So I mean, and the and the reason they include all of this in the in the uh, in the deposition and, and in the court documents is because they're using it to set up the fact, um, first of all, that there was an environment in place in the Tennessee Athletic Department where a woman was allowed to be called and everybody went along with it and it was okay. Um, so, so that's one reason why they mentioned it. And the second reason they mentioned it which is I that, totally, Which I totally buy. Of course, of course. Yeah, and then yeah. the, the other reason that they mention it is because because Peyton Manning's defense, or, or or whenever Peyton Manning has attacked this woman publicly, he's always said that she's got a potty mouth, she's got a vulgar mouth, and the fact that what they're, they're the other reason they're including this in the in the court documents is to say this woman obviously is not vulgar. She did not like being called <laughs> so much so that she went and she reported it uh, to human resources or wherever. Uh, so for Peyton Manning to accuse this woman of being vulgar is ridiculous because she didn't even like the name. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we've said it enough, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even, by, even by our standards. There, go, there goes the Pelican House. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jesus, did we cash the check already? Yes, Andrew? I think we, we did. did. I think we did. Um, so, no, but... but the, Looking the, for the, new sponsors I'm, next year. Anyone interested? <laughs> anyone? Yeah, well. So, here's the thing uh, that was interesting, too, is they, they had a player where they were like, oh, yeah, he mooned this player. The player wrote a letter was like, no, dude, you didn't moon me, Peyton. You need to step it up and admit what you and did. And the player he, gets the axe, right? And then he got the axe. He wrote, well, he, 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 he not only testified and or you know or went, went on with a deposition and said he was definitely not mooning me. That is definitely not what happened. Um, but he also, like you mentioned, Ralph, he wrote a personal letter to Peyton Manning way back then. You know, basically saying, yeah, you know, we know you did this. I don't know why you're lying about it, but just own up to it. All your fans will. He literally said, all your fans will forgive you, um, and every, this, you know, everything will move on. And to be honest with you, he, he, that 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 player was right. 
had, had I think he'd taken care of this better back then and maybe accepted responsibility instead of going on the attack and, and, and starting the series of events that would go on to uh, ruin this woman's career, uh, he should have just owned up to it. Yeah, yeah, you can't play. You can't play the young and stupid card when you're 38. Exactly. Like he could, right. like he could have said, like he could have had a teary press conference and been like, "Look, I'm a sophomore in college. I just, I was. It was horrible. It was whatever. But well, the thing well, is, well, hold on though. Why, why is this getting dropped now? Why is this getting dropped right after he's won a Super Bowl? Because I, mean, the, I, I just feel like clearly someone's holding that bullet in the chamber for the perfect time. And, you know, oh, I'm not no, trying to defend Peyton definitely. Manning here, and I'm sure that he did something when he was 18, 20 years ago uh, that was immature, that was offensive, and that he sh- should have known better. Uh, but, you know, we, we've all made mistakes at, at some you point when we were 18. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin is I guess Kevin is here. Could you turn down your radio or wherever you are? Way to make a fucking entrance. Wait. Wait, what? no, no, no! I'm in my car with the fucking heat on because uh-huh. it's uh, I don't know, yeah, 28, yeah, we, 29. We figured as much, Kevin. So Kevin, 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 you couldn't be more of a cunt bumper, dude. Dude, Dave, gee, I'm gonna have to go back and edit this. Jesus, <laughs> wait a minute, hang on, I got, you're gonna have to ask me what what the hell that was. Oh God! <laughs> you you clearly didn't read the uh, Sean King. By, by, by the way, Manning. by the way, Dave, did you notice that Tulane alum Sean King wrote, for all you guys tweeting at me, I'm not the guy that wrote the article. <laughs> yeah. It's the other Sean King. Yeah. I, I found I, that entertaining. Yeah, well, because it's the same name, same spelling of Sean and everything. That's yeah, great. For Dave, when you when you put this on the on the Canal Street Chronicles, because I, I got to get up early tomorrow, I don't have time to go through another hour podcast and <laughs> edit every time you say C-bumper. Just put <laughs> put on, like, giant font. uh <laughs> Explicit, and this time we mean it. <laughs> Jesus, even by even by even by me and held standard, you've hit a new low. So so held. That's mom. what we're talking. So that's what we're talking. Yeah, your mom listens to this podcast. Yeah, she does listen to the podcast. She, she does. This is true. So Kevin, we're talking about Peyton Manning and his um, alleged sexual assault. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah, alleg- allegedly enough to have to settle out of court a, a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, Kevin, my Wait, question but what is... I, what I was going to say is, adding on to what Andrew said, when I mean, we were talking about how, how Peyton should have just owned up to it back then, if he had owned up to it right from the get-go, he, the details might not have even gotten out. They might have even, you know, they might have just been able to get away with saying publicly, there was an incident, you know, and, and Peyton is very sorry, and it won't happen again yeah, but blah, you, blah, you blah. know you know how entitled athletes especially with their father being archie manning you know how this right. thing is get, i mean this is exactly what happened right. it got and you gotta remember the rug i mean at one point did you read that part where it was like hey hey they on her way out they asked the girl hey any chance you'd be willing to blame this on one of the black players Right. Did you read, no. did you read that part? I did. Yeah, I mean, freaking unbelievable, man. But I mean, that that's like you know you're. But here's and, and here's and, the and, thing, and, you too. know, like, but the thing is, like, you look at this and it reminds me of the end of Brett Favre's career, where all this stuff started to come out, like right as he was retiring. And you know, it's too bad, but it's just again, like you, you can Kobe Bryant's another example. Like these athletes that we put on a pedestal, Tiger Woods, like they're just not the people we think they are, and that's that they're humans and. Some of them, they let the fame go to their head and they do this kind of shit. And it's one of those things where, uh, you know, if you're looking at professional athletes for role models, you, most of the time, if, if you knew the truth, you'd be sorely disappointed. Go figure Charles Barkley was correct 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, but Kevin, yeah, here's, here's what, the thing, what, too. What, I think. what was the woman's name? Though? We need to make sure we get her name. And, you know, what, what, was her, what was her name, the, the victim? I'm so bad at. Uh, well, we need to look that up and just need pay, to put I'm it out there. It's it's false. Well, she had, she had two this. names. <laughs> well, because it was weird. Ralph because, is gonna fucking butcher this name <laughs> because she went by her married name and then she also went by her 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 maiden yeah. name. Um, she was married for twelve years. Um, while Ralph's doing that, the other interesting thing from court documents was that. And of course, Dave drops out. <laughs> the other interesting Wait. thing was, 
The other key piece of evidence was Jamie, <laughs> Doctor Jamie Notright is her name. Not I think right. I got. I think I got that pretty there's, close. There's no chance. Yeah. Wait, did I really draw that? Yes. yes you said is. the other interesting thing was. The other interesting thing was is that in those 74 pages of court documents, three or four of them were blank because um, they were stricken from the record and they were put away in a sealed envelope. And what's on those four pages is a, there was an earlier initial interaction between Peyton and Notright. And they basically said that this interaction sort of put the two at odds right from the get-go and sort of um, into motion. Um, but we know what that incident was. I feel like Dave drops out so much at the perfect time. I think people um, will believe it's a gag. That would be a pretty <laughs> strong troll move. It would. <laughs> we're not, we're not that clever. We're it's, not that clever. We're not that clever. Or are we? Maybe because it's raining. I don't know. Is it because it's cloudy? It's raining? <laughs> it might be. Um, Kevin, I'll go to you because your reception is good even though you're in your car. <laughs> With the windows open. With the windows open. <laughs> Please go to Kevin. <laughs> so my, my question is, Kevin, I feel like uh, the media is just – they want this to go away, so it's going to go away. Like the big networks, ESPN, CBS, they're all chasing after Peyton Manning, and they want him to do studio shows or whatever. I feel like they want it to go away, so it's going to go away, and it's not going to be a big deal. Am I am I wrong? Oh no, no you were absolutely uh, you're you're right on the money with this. And actually, I tell you what I think. I think that. Oh. And and and. and, and I'm just kidding with you. Um, <laughs> um, the opportunity was there, good. so I had to take it. Well played. Take it. That's pretty good. Well um, played. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm here for something. <laughs> Might as well be for some laughs because it's no insight. Um, well, that's true. That's what she Yes. Said. I know my role. Um, shoot, what was it? Yeah, so here, here's, the other, here's the other thing to, to, to remember is that the, the 74 pages are from – her attorney. Yeah. So so we're getting and again, I know this all sounds like, oh, it's four guys gang, you know, like taking the side of the athlete, because let me tell you, I'm not I Yeah, you never do that. I'll I'll back you up here, Kevin. You you're usually well, siding with the victim. Here's here's the thing I'll say, man. When those like, I, stout- I just want I just want to see if it's like if the if her attorney's documents are coming out, then I would like to see what Peyton Manning's attorney had to say because didn't yeah. these weren't they, didn't these documents get released because in Manning's book or whatever like her, like he brought this situation up and this yes. was apparently like a violation of their uh, agreement uh, yeah, of their agreement that's basically, so it's that's like basically. so it's like wait a second if if Manning is going to bring this up in a book that kind of puts I, I again i'm not reading this guy's book because why am i going to read an athlete's book <laughs> but if he's naming her in this book he didn't but he but he but he but he apparently he worded in he worded it in such a way that a judge was like you went it was too far you, you it, well that well then i mean if you're crossing like if you're crossing a legal line there then then I'm sure this gal's attorney is like, well, then screw this. We're we're gonna we're gonna drop yeah. a bomb on Peyton Manning. I, I guess another interesting point is, 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 uh, is uh, Peyton Manning when they had this, the Al Jazeera had the steroid allegation. Yeah, Peyton Manning rushed point. to the microphone and was like, "I didn't do it. It's all BS." It never happened. Yeah, his reputation really has taken a hit in the last I'm, three well, months. But he, he he was innocent. His dad, everybody, the whole Peyton Manning, they came to his defense. This happened on Saturday. It's Monday. Crickets. Yeah. It's so funny. That, it, it, it's kind of like the difference between Loomis's reaction to Bounty Gate versus Loomis's reaction to Wiretap, the Wiretap right. scandal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think when you look at – 
the hit that Manning's taken publicly in the last three months and, and how he's he hasn't responded to this at all. Um, you know, I, I think he's kind of hoping that, hey, I just won a Super Bowl and I'm getting a lot of press for that and maybe this goes away. Dave, in the world of social media, I feel like in the, the world one, where social a, well, media. <laughs> I know. The one thing I feel like that could like snowball it against Peyton Manning would be like if one of his big sponsors, not Papa John because he kind of owns a bunch of restaurants maybe, but like if Nationwide or DirecTV or one of his main sponsors is like, we're, we're pulling it. We're not – we can't have him be, a, be our sponsor. Like I feel like that could be like – that would get the media's attention. They'd be like, oh, Nationwide, you know. Is, is there anything that you see that would like move it against him? Uh, yeah, I mean, something else would have to come out uh, for that to happen. I think if, if if we're talking about status quo and and if you if you're saying that everything we know now is everything is everything we're gonna know, um, then I, you know I, this the whole thing will get swept under the rug. Um, yeah. Something else would have to come out uh, for I think a sponsor to drop out to get I mean, the ball rolling. I, I will say I I find it. Less, you know, again, like comparing it to what Ben Roethlisberger did and, you know, some other stuff like, I mean, it, it's not excusing it. I, I don't if, if that stuff's true, Peyton should have to suffer consequences for it. But to me, that 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 whole thing is less kind of I don't want to say disappointing, but less shocking than him destroying this person's career. Like it's yeah, it's one thing to demean them in the workplace and create you know sexually harass them and create this bad vibe, but then to go the extra mile and ruin their career on top of it and, and uh, you mention them in the book and years later kind of throw more salt on the wound like to me that's just it was very Kevin it's very Lance Armstrong yeah you know yeah um I mean like you said if if he had made a mistake and he had owned up to it and it had quickly gone away and, and we had just left it at that when he was 18 years old. Uh, I don't think much of any of us are really bringing that up or thinking about it as he wins the Super Bowl at 38. Right. But at the same time, and again, like this is just me constantly playing devil's advocate on everything. And you know, I, I have a habit of overanalyzing things uh, as I'm sure anyone who has known me for five minutes will know. But <laughs> So let's say at 18, 19, or however old he was, he, you know, the coach at Tennessee says, listen, here's the deal. We're going to, we're going to put, sit you down for, you know, two games. We're going to have you miss a game or miss two games or whatever. Something where it's like a suspension, something where he's being punished. So then it becomes, well, why is he being, why is he being punished? Uh, you know, what happens there? And let's say it does. And so let's say it does come out. At that time, like, oh, he put his junk in a trainer's face and said, you know, said some uh, inappropriate shit. But really, the whole junk in the face thing, I mean, that's the that's the truly heinous thing. And so, yeah, he gets suspended and gets punished. But then you think, well, then the ripple effect could be maybe that affects uh, maybe that affects. His Heisman pros, you know, prospects. Maybe that affects ticket sales. God forbid. Right, like that affects <laughs> potentially a dra- I don't know. Maybe it affects like a draft thing. And again, it's inconsequential in the real world, but it's the sports world. So, um, I don't know. And also, well, too, it was nineteen. I'll tell you it was ninety six, and it's he, easy to sweep under yeah, the rug. Yeah, he's very yeah. lucky that it happened in that era and not this one. Right. Yeah. Right. Nobody. Nobody right. went. No. You know, they didn't have Deadspin and Vice Sports and all these other little websites that could yeah. send a reporter there. When ninety six, it was like, hey, he mooned the trainer. The Knoxville papers, like, oh, okay, you know, and the national media isn't going to go to. I mean, it just people. I mean, I think people just don't get that. I mean, they're like, how could this happen? How could... Well, they were, Dude, they were worried 90... about Monica Lewinsky and Clinton. Yeah, I mean, 96, it was just sweeping things under the rug. I mean, you can still do it nowadays, believe me. But in 96, it was easy to do. Well, know? especially when you're the star quarterback, you're Archie Manning's son, et cetera. Right. 
I mean, I, so, I'm just saying it would have been a lot harder for a black athlete that was a three-star recruit and was a cornerback, you know. Um, so that'll wrap that up discussion. I guess final question. I'll start with you, Dave. Any consequences for Peyton Manning at all? No. Andrew. I just don't think so because he's 38. This was 20 years ago. There's kind of a statute of limitations part of it. And then there's also just like the timing element. Yeah. I mean, but that, that's what makes me a little bit skeptical is the dude just won a Super Bowl and you've been holding that bullet in the chamber just to drop it now. Somebody's been holding it. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I would be more worried about the age. Yeah. Kevin? I, I, think, uh, I don't know. Finish. What are you going to say, Andrew? I think he – Andrew, you there? Oh, Andrew. The HGH thing is more more threatening than Peyton, Peyton's career. Yeah. Yeah, did you hear me? Um, Kev- yeah. You Kevin? Yeah. No. Yeah, we, yeah, like that last part, like you you dropped out no. there, like it sounded. Your audio and then it came back. It's huge. Yeah, this is why you need to donate and help us with the audio because we probably <laughs> won't have me? a sponsor. Yes. Yeah, now we can. Yeah, because we'll probably need a sponsor next week because Dave is dropping the c word all over here, like a like my son drooling over over all over his clothes. Thanks, Dave. So, Kevin, <laughs> any any repercussions for? Uh, um, I don't think the NFL is going to do anything because he's probably reti- he's he's going to retire, and so it's like what what are they going to do? And when the Hall of Fame like five more years, there's Hall of Fame's not going to that's not going to be a problem. So he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Do you guys um, agree the HGH thing is a bigger threat to his legacy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. True, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think people are starting to. I think people are starting to poke around that. Yeah. You know, because he did some. He did some. He sent his goons after the guy to his, the guy's mom's house. I mean, uh, it's it's it, people are sniffing around. I mean, it, it, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I, I I just don't know that. I just don't know if it's in the media's interest to care. Which is you which know? is kind of sad. Well, yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a whole different discussion. I'm sure they have media podcasts. You can listen to it and break they break that down. But uh, um, do, do, do I do I think uh, I think you might get like some groups that are going to try and pick it, or, <clears throat> excuse me, or organize some kind of a uh, campaign to try and affect some some sort of action. I think at I think the worst thing that might happen is one of his sponsors might. Uh, sort of not pull completely, but kind of like, all right, we're putting you in timeout for a little bit, and and they'll they'll bring him back in. He might get like a penalty box scenario, and I I just don't. Yeah, sadly, I don't see anything uh, long lasting or major happening. To him. He's gonna be on our. He's gonna be on your TV on Sunday mornings for the next thirty. Years. Oh yes. Yeah. Is either a studio host or a play by or a color guy. It just is him and his giant forehead. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I'm sorry. I remembered the extra because Jude started to say uh, the thing that made him doubt it or or question it was the timing of it. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if they wanted to really like stick it to him, why not release it prior to like in the week leading up to the Super Bowl when you would have had the most possible media there to ask him questions? And really fuck with them because it's like if I'm if I'm trying to like hurt somebody at the worst possible time, I'm gonna do it before they have before their last game or the biggest game yeah, of their you, life and all that kind you of drop, stuff. Like you drop that you drop that Sunday night Super Bowl week. Yeah. So well, like look, he can get it. So he can get it immediately. What, what you need to remember is that the the 74 page court document was released to USA Today um, earlier. I, I don't have the I don't have Sean King's article in front of me right now. I don't remember when they acquired it, but it was years ago. Um, and USA Today chose not to do anything with it and sit on it. Uh, and then 
only now is this coming out because this writer, this Sean King, with, what was it, the New York Post or was it the Daily News? Yeah. Or something like that? Um, the, the lesser Sean King. The lesser. Yeah. That's, well, that's right. Wait, he wait, was, is this, he is was this emailed, the activist Sean King? It is. Wait, the yeah. activist he's, Sean King writes for the, the Daily News? Yeah, he's their justice reporter. Oh, and, oh and go he, figure. So somebody emailed it to him recently. And uh, and he learned that U.S. Today originally had it. And... Cool story, bro. We need to we need to have that we need to have that chimed up. Cool story, bro. Lord. Whenever Dave drops out, you should just uh, pipe that in. Cool story, bro. I ch- yeah. <laughs> I am. I am going to do that. I am going to. I want to slap Dave in the face because I'm going to have to go back and edit this thing instead of just the front and the back. I gotta drop. I gotta drop tones in for Dave's cursing that even we can't tolerate. Dave, think about that. So for so go to go to uh, no Twitter Saints questions, Nation. huh? Oh yeah, we got we got. I gotta get to this. We 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 rambled on on. Well, pick two of them. Just pick two. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, what free agent will the Saints waste a boatload of money on? <laughs> Who's the most expensive one out there? With Oliver a, with, Vernon. With a huge injury. The guy, for, the guy for the Dolphins, the defensive tackle for the Dolphins. Oh, uh, we're, getting, we're gonna, getting him. Oh, yeah, What's wrong with you know, Ireland's going to be all about that. What's wrong with yeah. Oh, my God. I was thinking Dan Campbell. I totally forgot about Dude, that is ha- That is happening. For first I mean, day, put it man. in ink. Put it in ink. So what do you think? Fax it over Andrew? now. Five years, 60 million? <laughs> five, five years, 60 million? And it'll be like he'll, he'll count like – million guaranteed. It'll count like 50 cents against the cap this year. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. It's, that's gonna happen. that that is the answer, Oliver. Vernon and it'll be and it'll be that needs to be the title. That needs to be the title of this podcast. Yeah, that needs to be the title Let's of this see. podcast. Saints are going to sign Oliver Vernon. And and Dave's audio sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and Dave's audio blows Dave. goes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the one. Let me see here. We have any more? Blah blah blah. I'm just. I'm just, I'm just, I want to punch Dave in the balls. Oh, I just... actually, I have a wrestling update. Okay, give a wrestling update. Yeah, so I wrestled, so I wrestled uh, Saturday night at this uh, place called St. Louis Anarchy. And yeah, yeah, I was given a cool story, yes, bro. Cool story. I, was, I was given a razor's edge from the ring to the floor. I don't, so I don't know if, what that is. Uh, that's fine. If you know, if if it, nobody knows what the hell that is, just Google Razor's Edge, and instead of being hit, instead of it being dropped in the ring, I was tossed to the floor on top of some guys. So that's uh, yeah, that's what happened to me on Saturday. Well, Kevin, uh, your favorite last, sexual your, fantasies your, uh, have fulfilled. You're still indebted to us with the uh, video on that bet, right? Okay, yeah, so here's the thing. I was chopped about nine or ten times on Saturday during this match. If I find, if I can get the video of that uploaded, will that count, or do you need, like, standalone me standing next to no, the No, that'll work. I like it better that you got chopped, like, 20 times. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll suffice. But you gotta, you gotta vine it, so it's, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Yeah. To back to back to back. Preferably Not a problem. motion. Not a problem. I'll try and figure that. I'll try and figure that part out. All right. So by August, you'll have something great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Right, right yeah. after. Right after week three of my power ranking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Looking forward to that. All right. So you can go to Saints Nation and you can read Andrew's stuff. He's got phenomenal stuff. Andrew, when are you gonna do that LSU post I gave you? That's gold. It's gonna break the internet. <laughs> Wait. What LSU post? It was the what all the guys LSU. That... They, 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 all the guys from the 2016 signing class that the Saints should draft in 2019. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, God. Yeah. Wait, did you give that to I, me or did you give it to Dave? I gave it to either not one me. of you. I'm not, it not me. Different. I'm not writing anything about LSU. I yeah. don't remember this. So, did you, you just like it. plant the idea in my head or did you actually? Give yeah, me I a did. Post? I plant. I planted the idea oh, in your head. Okay. 
Yeah, I need, I need right. to make that happen. Uh, so you can go to Saints Nation and get that or other podcasts and fun things. You can go to Canal Street Chronicles. Dave's got stuff up there. He's going to have the parental warning of all parental warnings for this week. <laughs> you, you, you make sure you include that in the, in the summary. Yeah. I will. Tipper Gore is going to be pissed. Swing <laughs> <laughs> uh, 90s reference. So, and man, of we course, went this Kevin, whole podcast without talking about Donald Trump. Good job, guys. Yeah, good job. Uh, so, and Kevin is on the Tinders. Bumble. Bumble. Are you, are you, a, Bumble are you a Bumble Bernie? Bumble Tuna. Are you a Bernie bro on Bumble? <laughs> no, I am not a Bernie bro. <laughs> Not a Bernie bro. Bubble be tuna. They threw all the Bernie bros off of Tinder, or the Bernie, the Bernie, the Bernie women, or whatever. I guess they were doing untoward things, but anyway. So you can find Kevin there. So for Kevin, for Andrew, for Dave, who's dropping out and causing me more work. Uh, I am Ralph Ballbro. <laughs> Until next week, the bar is closed. You damn right, I'm better. Swipe right.